Sage is fighting the fight. He has fought cities. He has fought counties. Politicians. Naysayers. Hell, he's even fought mayors. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide. And all other things considered homeless? Yes. Broadcasting live from your Alexa device, the Radio Free Network app, iOS, WMBU.org, Many Voices United, and the RadioFreeNetwork.com. And now, from some wooded area in Akron, Ohio, here is Sage of the Rage Lewis. Meth and the Chapel. It's like <laughs> chocolate and peanut butter, isn't it? Look. My wife always asks me when I do a show, she says, what are you going to talk about on your show? And I'm like, oh, good question. So today I have potentially two topics I want to talk about. But look, that's the beauty. I don't have a producer. I don't have anybody hounding me. All they want is somebody to, like, they just need to fill an hour on WMVU. And they were like, oh, we don't care what you say. Say, Just say something so we can frickin' put it out there and we have your crazy ass saying crazy shit, and then we're good. But no, man, I'm stepping up my game today. Stepping up my game. Two things. First of all, I'm streaming live on uh, Facebook in case anybody wants to comment while I'm talking on the show, and that way... um, we could potentially have other people's insight on my insanity. You guys uh, follow Joe Rogan. The other thing I do is I write down topics so I don't totally forget them Uh, because this is what happens. See, I was going to talk about meth and the chapel. No, they're not related directly. Uh, They have nothing to do with each other. I mean, no, there's no meth going on at the chapel that I'm aware of. It's not what I'm talking about. Those are the two topics I wanted to talk about. But see, this is what happens. I start, I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, you know who else is insane? Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's insane. So uh, did you, do you know who Joe Rogan is? Joe Rogan is a comedian. Fear Factor is how he went mainstream. Let's see. So Joe Rogan, there was a video of uh here let's see if i can uh wonder if they put this video on the new york times did they do that nope nope they did not okay wait so joe rogan is oh no they did okay okay so here's the deal this is joe rogan i'm a joe rogan fan oh crap the dogs are barking i don't care i don't care that's just adds the authenticity um joe so he has a podcast called the Joe Rogan Experience. He got a hundred million dollars from Spotify. A hundred million dollars. Ah, that's that's a hundred of those millions. That's a lot. So, anyways, he's like really kind of not into the um, vaccine, and he has a huge audience, and everybody's. Um, 
you know, like freaked out when Joe Rogan says anything. Like it says here, Mr. Joe, uh, Mr. Rogan, who was rebuked by federal officials last spring for suggesting on the podcast that young, healthy people need not get COVID vaccine vaccinations, said that he started feeling sick on Saturday night after he returned from performing in Orlando, Tampa, and Fort Lauderdale. He does not say whether or not he's been vaccinated. So we don't know if he's been vaccinated or not. But this is the video. Here's the video. Let's watch a little. Hello, friends. So I got back from the road Saturday night feeling very weary. I had a headache and I just felt just run down. And just to be cautious, I separated from my family, slept in a different part of the house. And throughout the night, I got fevers and sweats and I knew what was going on. So I got up in the morning, got tested, and it turns out I got COVID. So we immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of meds, monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin, ivermectin. ZPAC, don't forget that one. Uh, prednisone, everything. Uh, and I also got an NAD drip and a vitamin drip, and I did that three days in a row. And so here we are on Wednesday, and I feel great. I really only had one bad day. Sunday sucked. Yeah, man. But Monday was everything. better. Tuesday felt better than Monday. And today I feel good. I actually feel yeah. pretty fucking good. Uh, that's the good news. The bad news is he, we have to. Then move. he goes on to talk about how he has to cancel his shows. Um, ivermectin. So do you know what that is? Ivermectin. Uh, so he did prednisone. Mono, monoclonal antibodies, which have been shown to protect COVID patients at risk of becoming gravely ill. Prednisone, a steroid, widely accepted as COVID treatment. Uh, and that's what President Trump got. Then he received a vitamin drip as well as ivermectin, a drug primarily used as a veterinary deworming agent. The FDA warned COVID-19 patients against taking the drug, which has repeatedly been shown as ineffective for them in clinical trials. However, it is a popular subject on Reddit and Facebook, among other conservative talk show hosts. Some toxicologists have warned the surge reports of overexposure to the drug by those who obtain it from livestock supply stores. They're putting it, yeah. So it's like, I don't know what it is, but these, like, the conservative guys are all like, you got to take this stuff that we give to livestock. Joe Rogan got it all, and Joe Rogan is healthy. And Yay for Joe Rogan. Um, and he will say, and David here uh, over on Facebook says, Joe is actually pretty famous from the TV show News Radio. That's true. That's very good point, David. You're right. I never I never watched uh, News Radio. I don't know why. Um, I just missed it is all. Um, and he'll say like he's like, you know, he'll say something about you know, vaccinations. And then he'll be like, look, I'm an idiot. Don't listen to me. But the fact of the matter is he has millions and millions of followers and people love Joe Rogan. I generally love Joe Rogan. Um, I haven't listened to him much recently, not because I'm anti Joe Rogan. I, I don't know. Like he's over on Spotify and I had some trouble listening over on Spotify and they put ads in the middle of it. And I just lost interest um, because I would, I live. I don't even know where I was listening to it. I forget, but it doesn't matter. Um, I I I like I like the guests Joe Rogan has and that sort of thing. And look, Joe Rogan is not a doctor. Joe Rogan 
uh, is not hired to give us medical advice. Joe Rogan is here to entertain us, and he has every right to say whatever he wants about vaccinations, and he should not be um, uh you know, there, 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 there should be no First Amendment police blocking what Joe Rogan says. Whether or not Joe Rogan is saying things right or wrong, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You should not be taking uh, medical advice from Joe Rogan or do. I mean, wh- who knows? I, wh- what do I care? You do you, buddy. You want to you wanna listen to Joe Rogan? I'm I I got the vaccination. I got the vaccination. I got the both two of them. And if they tell me to get the booster shot, I'll get the booster shot. Um. Let's see. Uh. Yeah. So I I I don't know. Are my future babies that I'm gonna pop out going to be thalidomide babies? I don't know. But good news, I'm not giving up. I'm not going to have any more babies. Out of my womb. <laughs> I hope I'm not putting any more sperm into the world to create humanity. I did one, it's enough. One is funny, fine, fine, it's plenty. It's more than enough. I love him, by the way. He's super cool, but I don't need more of me out there. Fine. So, at any rate, um, Joe Rogan... I don't know how I feel about Joe Rogan. He's just like, you know, he's like a manly guy. He works out all the time. He's taking crazy drugs. I I I enjoy his perspective on things, particularly his perspective on uh, uh, psychedelic drugs. I like I like his conversations on that. I like I like uh, he had Bernie Sanders in. I liked his Bernie Sanders. He had. Elon Musk in. I like to see Elon Musk. Um, we have to stop, and the left is doing this primarily, although I'm not saying that the right wouldn't do it. Uh, we have to stop um, canceling people because we don't like what they say. You know, this whole cancel culture thing, it's for real. Um but what's beautiful is you can't you can't cancel. I mean, you could turn they could they could turn Joe Rogan off of Spotify, but he's still going to get his hundred million dollars, which is great, which is great. But look, um, we're all entitled to our crazy opinions, and if I say something that is factually wrong, that's fine, isn't it? Isn't it fine? Like, let me give you an example. I'm pissed off about the uh, Afghan um, refugees coming to Akron. We got 500 Afghan refugees coming to Akron. It makes me mad. It makes me mad. And I said it. And I was railing against it. And then you know what? I got called a racist. People said, hey, Sage, you're saying a lot of stuff that would be the party line of what the conservatives say. And quite honestly, this is sounding pretty racist. And to that, I say, fuck you, motherfuckers. (laughs) That's what I say. Because 
That's how the the left cancels you. Or not even the left. They're not left. They're just pussy liberals. Um, they sideline you by calling you racist, and then that's it. Then you're then you're on the out. They're like, oh well, Sage is a racist. Sage is a racist. Okay, thanks, thanks. That's 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 how we have intelligent conversations these days by. Um, labeling people and you're like oh well now you know sage sage's opinion on uh, refugees is now completely discarded because he's a racist did i say anything about afghani people no i did not i did not i did not say one thing about afghani people i got no problem with afghan i got no problem with uh the middle east okay no problem with uh middle eastern people if 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 you want me to have a problem with somebody it's 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 these 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 right wing psycho uh people that come into schools and shoot up schools quite honestly i don't see uh i'm not seeing a lot of muslims shooting up schools it's just wacko right wing people Okay, now there's something racist. If you want me to say something racist, uh, I if 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 there is a race I tend to rail on repeatedly, it's white men. Okay, and I realize that I am grouping white men uh, too usually in too wide of a scale, and so I oftentimes to try to backtrack it and. Uh, not backtrack or uh, 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 adjust it in um, with the fact that all white men are not bad. Can we just say that? <laughs> A lot of white men are bad, though, especially the boomer types. There's a guy, I go to a store. I'm not going to call out the store because you'll know the guy if you go to the store. There's a boomer at a store I go to, and he um, does shit. He does. I've never seen him do one thing. I've never seen him do one goddamn thing. Every time I go in there, he's just standing around talking. One time I went in, uh, and I, and he passed off the thing that he was that he came to talk to me about at the counter, and he passed it off to the young. Uh, woman and like hey and he literally said hey honey can you take care of this see so yeah yeah I got problems with uh, white men generally but quite honestly as a white man I feel like if anybody should be railing against white men it's me because I am one I know us <laughs> I know who we are I know the kind of people we are, and we are entitled assholes. Anytime anyone puts someone ahead of us, we're outraged. We don't know what it's like to be uh, not at the front of the bus at all times. It's terrible. Anytime we have to move to the second row of the bus were like what 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 (laughs) like affirmative action see that's like uh you know white guys just calling affirmative action racist it's reverse racism man it's reverse racism no fucker 
what happened was black people have been fucked for 400 years in this country. And uh, it's like, okay, it's like, it's like golf. Let me talk to my white men in a language they can understand. You know when you go golfing on Wednesday afternoon when I drove by yesterday and I saw all you fuckers out on the golf course at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and I'm like, what the fuck? Why don't you guys get jobs? I'm like, no, that's what white guys do. They go golfing on Wednesday afternoons. So let me talk to you in a language you understand. Golf. So do you know how you have a handicap? You golf a bunch and you get a handicap, okay? Do you know what I'm talking about? Just nod your head, retarded old white man. Yes, I do know. I know, I do know what you're talking about. Yes, I, my handicap is three. I have a handicap of three. Good. Okay, now, retarded boomer white man. Now you see... So when you go golfing with your friend that has a zero handicap because you guys golf so fucking much that you all know where you stand on the golf course, you can all play together. Do you see? And do you know some of your friends that, that like, uh, push their handicap farther than they should? Yeah, those fuckers suck, man. They're, they shouldn't be a handicap of six. They should be a handicap of four. We're giving black people a handicap because they have been fucked for 400 years. Okay? You're cool with it on the golf course when it helps you. Do you understand? That's what affirmative action is. It's not racism, asshole. It's fucking when you give them a little bit of a leg up. So because we're not all starting equally here. A lot of people make the case that, um, like you take a black person who has been cut down and beat up generation after generation after generation. And currently lives in a culture where, um, everything is against them from the day they're born. African-American uh, 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 infant mortality significantly higher than white people's. Everything bad is higher for black people. Everything. Higher chance of incarceration, even though white people sell drugs at the same rate as uh, black people. Um, just, it goes on and on. It goes on and on. It goes on and on. I mean, like, they do worse on uh, standardized tests because standardized tests can't get cultural. Uh, they can't. They can't uh, fix for cultural differences. It goes on and on. Okay, you give them a handicap, which is affirmative action. 
But no, all of a sudden, Whitey has to move to the second seat of the bus, and then they yell, reverse racism, reverse racism. Like, you don't have enough, asshole. You don't have fucking enough, okay? So, yeah, if you want to call me racist, call me racist towards white guys because that's my people and I like to fucking call them out on their bullshit. Okay? Are we cool? Are we cool with that? (laughs) Got two reactions. So, I have no feeling about Muslims whatsoever. I watched a guy, I'm trying to learn more about uh, Islam. I watched a guy on TikTok. He seemed to know a lot about Islam. It's a kooky religion like all the other religions. It's fucking kooky. Kooky. Stupid. It's just, he starts out really strong, you know, talking about the inconsistencies in in Christianity. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. This guy's going to be good. And then as soon as he gets into Islam, it's as kooky as Christianity. And I'm like, never mind. I'm not going to become Islamic. It's just as nuts. Um, so <laughs> I thought maybe like I, I don't have any opinion about Islamic people. I mean, I tend to actually side with the Palestinians over in Israel, at which point I then uh, get accused of being uh, what do you get accused of when you uh, say anything bad about Jewish people? What's that called? Um, anti, I can't even remember the word, but they got a word. You can't say anything negative towards any Jewish po- uh, a policy, otherwise you're anti, what is that thing called? I forget. Somebody will point it out. You can't say anything positive about the Palestinians, otherwise you hate Jews. That's all. That's all. So, you know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Uh, it's, you know, so look, I don't, (laughs) I like Jewish people too. I like them. Uh, yeah. Are you running for, (laughs) yes, I'm running for mayor. Of course I am. Yeah. Christopher, what's up, brother? What's up? I just like to see how many people I can offend in one hour, man. Um, it's kind of my game. (laughs) I can offend a lot of people, a lot of people. Trust me. So I don't look now. May I say I just finished my, my first full Ibram X Kendi book. Stand from the beginning, and now I'm starting my second Ibram X. Kendi book, uh, How to Be an Anti-Racist. And yes, of course I'm running for mayor uh, by offending everyone. It's my plan. It's my plan. So, Ibram X. Kendi, uh, love this man. Love him. Love him. Um, he is talking about how We have to stop using the word racist as pejorative, meaning as a slam. He says anybody can be racist and anti-racist at any given time. 
and he starts out the book talking about how he was racist in high school. You should go read the book. You should go read the book. Um, I'm not going to, you got to go read the book, why he was racist. And you can see why he was racist. And it's not how the, the, the left uses it. The left uses it like, oh, you're a Republican. Oh, you're racist. These are not pejorative words. They're not supposed to be. But the left uses them as, you're racist, you're racist, you're racist. Anytime they don't like something you say, you're racist. <laughs> Fuck you, assholes. <laughs> Fuck you, if you don't toe the party line of the, of the moderate liberal, you're racist. So insane. So insane. So, look, Ibram X. Kendi teaches that you are racist or anti-racist at any given time, and you can dip in and out of it, and you can be black, you can be white, you can be Islamic, you can be rich, you can be poor, but the point is we must learn when we are saying racist things, which is not a diss, and we must learn when we are saying anti-racist things, okay? And every policy has racist or anti-racist connotations, okay? Do you feel me? So what we're seeing here is we are seeing a lot of uh, murder in cities. I'm going to Chicago for Labor Day weekend, and my poor in-laws are going to have an aneurysm because they believe that I'm going to get mugged and murdered. In Chicago, I'm I'm staying on the Magnificent Mile in a four-star hotel. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. But what I'm getting at is that when we start looking at communities and saying, oh, murder's going up, we must get more cops, that is racist. Now, that's, again, you got to get rid of the pejorativeness of the word racist. I'm not dissing anybody by saying you are racist. But we must all look out for our own racism. Okay? We can all be racist and classist, and misogynistic, genderist, ableist, we all have this in us. Black people can be every bit and sometimes more so racist than white people. Okay? We must say that. Because what happens is, Ibram X. Kendi teaches that in, in America, we typically have two sides, the segregationists and the assimilationists, okay? The segregationists tend to be the, the, the conservatives, where they're like, fuck black people, uh, we need to just get away from them. But it's not always that way. There have been movements by black people to get the hell out of America, okay? 
uh, Malcolm X in particular called guys like me the blue-eyed devil. He was sick of Whitey, and I don't blame him. <laughs> I'm usually sick of Whitey myself. I have to be around him all the fucking time. It's ridiculous. Okay? I can be racist towards white people. Why? Because white people are on top. White people have everything going for them now. Asterisk. Uh, Non-college educated white people, they are suffering. Okay? But it is fine for me to be racist towards my white brothers and sisters because I am them. And we all need to be calling out uh, white people, I think. Black people do not need to be called out anymore. We do not need fucking... Um, <laughs> Bill Cosby, who likes to drug and rape women, uh, uh, talking about how black people need to step up their game. Um, Ibram X. Kendi calls that uplift, uplift suasion. The idea that if black people would just get their act together, there wouldn't be any racism. That is a bold faced lie. The way, uh, white people counteract that is they say that, um, that is the exceptional Negro. That's old school, uh, words. Um, but that's what Ibram X. Kendi says that 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 they're not really capable like Barack Obama. They're just exceptional. Every once in a while, you have an exceptional Negro like Ab- like like <laughs> Ibram X. Kendi, and well, they wouldn't like him, of course. Uh, but uh, 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 Obama, who Ibram X. Kendi calls out both in his racist moments and his non-racist moments because he promotes the uplift suasion idea that it, uh, African-Americans need to stop having babies out of wedlock, African-Americans need to stop killing each other, African-Americans need to stop doing drugs, to which I say, fuck you, that's uh, fucked up uh, uh, whitey propaganda. Okay. Black people are doing nothing wrong. Black people are doing just fine. Okay? We got to start there. Homeless people doing nothing wrong. They are doing just fine. Black people and homeless people, when I obviously they have different issues, but I like to talk about them universally because they are both hated. So are women, by the way. Uh... You see that you can't get a you got to get a, an abortion before six weeks before anybody even knows that they're pregnant in Texas and Ohio. The heartbeat laws. It's because they hate women. Absolutely. It's because they hate women. They don't. They, uh, <laughs> men would never put up with that bullshit. Doesn't matter. Rape, incest doesn't fucking matter. You're pregnant. You're going to give birth. You're going to give birth, bitch. That's what that bill should be called. So, um, white people hate all these people. We must come to terms with that. Do you ever think what it would have been like if uh, Hitler would have won? 
Do you think we wouldn't be agreeing with Hitler if Hitler was running America right now and most of the free world? Be like, yeah, you know, those Jews, they are kind of, they do kind of, you know, take all the money. We need to, they're, they're a problem in society. I guarantee. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Don't think you are immune to the propaganda of your own culture. Okay? Do not think it. So, look, we must realize that it's not black. Black people are doing what black people should be doing given their circumstances. Okay? It fucking sucks to be black and to be poor in America. It sucks. It sucks bad. You, as a whitey, middle-class person, have no idea. You cannot even empathize with it. You can only imagine, and your imagination is sorely lacking, what it would be like to live shelterless even for one day on the streets of the cities of America. You can't possibly imagine what that's like. I can't, and I've done it. <laughs> um, you can't possibly imagine what it's like to be black in America. Poor black, rich black, no idea. No fucking idea. Okay? And so every time you say, oh, racism isn't a thing, you are a condescending fucker because you have no idea what you're talking about. The words uh, post-racist should never, ever leave your lips because that is not for you to say. You got to talk to black people. You got to talk to them. Ask them. But then what you do is you're like, oh, no, they're just making excuses because their culture sucks. And that's how it goes. White people sideline black people in this whole series of events. The left sidelines anybody that doesn't say exactly what they say. And then nobody has any voice in America. So, I'm pissed these 500 Afghans are coming to Akron because what the left would shout at me was not only that I was racist, but we should be helping everybody. Oh, okay, now all lives matter again? Is that right? Because the last time I heard when the conservatives said against Black Lives Matter, all lives matter, now you're saying all lives matter because all of a sudden you care so much about Afghan refugees. How about the refugees you cared about last week so much down on the border? And may I say, what the fuck have you done for any of them? How about the people that are dying of thirst down in uh, 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 Louisiana right now? You want to send up some fucking prayers for them, libtard? Because that's what you're going to fucking do. You're not going to get in a car and go down there. You know who's going to go down there? The conservatives. They're going to fucking do it. 
because those are the people that show up time and time again to help the homeless. The conservatives are going to go down there. They're going to bring water. They're going to bring food. And you fucking libtards, because I love that word because you are, you're a fucking libtard, and I say that more left than you. I am more left than you. Because <laughs> all you are is talk. You're not going to do fucking jack shit for anybody except toe the party line. You're going you're gonna to just... You're just going to, uh, 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 you know, say the right words on Facebook and carry on your, 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 your happy middle-class uh, bougie life on your, you know, while you're in line for Starbucks coffee, you're going to thumbs up some shit on Facebook that is politically correct. Get in your fucking car, motherfucker, and go help the people in Louisiana. If you give a shit about anybody, but you don't, you just like to say words. And that's how it is. That's who the fucking libtards are. <laughs> so look. The libtards. <laughs> can't stop saying it. It's hilarious. I'm not saying it in a demeaning way. I am a little bit, but I'm not trying to. What I'm trying to do is wake you fuckers up. Okay, I'm trying to wake you all up because you're all wandering around like libtard zombies and you conservatives. What? How do we bootlicking zombies? I got libtard zombies on the left. I got bootlicking zombies on the right and nobody will fucking wake the fuck up. They just chant whatever they hear on CNN and Fox News. You're all asleep. You're all in the matrix. You need to take the fucking red pill and wake the fuck up. Your party is fucking with you and feeding you jack and bullshit into your brain, and you need to wake the fuck up. All of you. All of you. Conservatives have valid points. Liberals have valid points. And you got to know, you got to be able to open your mind to that. If you're a conservative that hates Donald Trump, your, uh, your homework this week is to write down five things that you liked that Donald Trump accomplished. Go do it. If you're a conservative who hates uh, Joe Biden because you think he's a fucking socialist, your job is to write five things why Joe Biden is not a socialist. Because he's fucking not. Joe Biden is a fucking asshole. He is the party line which is just uh, corporate-crats. That's, that's all the Democrats have become. They don't give a shit about anything. They don't give a shit about people or the, the environment. No, he doesn't want the Green Deal. He doesn't want actual health care for all. No, 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 no. They just care about corporations. But what makes them worse than the conservatives is they lie about it. At least with the conservatives, they don't bullshit you about it, which I can fucking respect. I can respect that shit. Um, you got to wake up. So look, racist thoughts are when you accuse black people of doing anything wrong. Okay, you're going to be like, well, what? I'm not allowed to individually say that guy shouldn't kill people. That's not what I'm saying. No, people shouldn't kill people. 
What I'm saying is you need to understand why they, why that person killed the person. Why are they going into clubs shooting everybody up? Why is it happening? Why is it happening more now than it happened before? I'll tell you why. Because they held the largest nonviolent protests in the history of America, and you know what they got for it? More cops. And you know what? I don't know for sure, but I would not doubt they're pissed off that Afghanis are going to move into their city and go to the top of the line. They're going to move to the top of the line. You want to know what uh, you get as a uh, as a refugee? There. Hold on. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Okay. Here. Let me tell you. This is this is from the Ohio uh, Refugee Assistance Program. Okay. Um, says. Um, it says the Refugee Cash Assistance. Ohio operates a publicly administered cash assistance program for refugees. Uh, you get it for your first eight months. Okay. Some people say you got it paid back. I don't know if you get it paid back or not. I couldn't prove it or not. I, I looked. Some people swear you get it paid back. I did see that a few years ago uh, you had to pay back your airplane ticket. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, before, I don't know if these Afghanis get their free ride to their airplane ticket or not. I don't know. Uh, refugee medical assistance. If not eligible for Medicaid, refugees are eligible for refugee medical assistance. It's a special medical assistance program. They'll receive a monthly card that provides the same medical coverage provided by the Medicaid program. And Medicaid, may I say, zero deductible, and it covers eyeglasses. Zero deductible. After... The refugee medical program is no longer available. Then you may be eligible for health care under Medicaid. Okay, Medicaid. Uh, as soon as possible after arrival in Ohio, refugees ex- get a comprehensive health screening. It's to identify for treatment any communicable diseases that may threaten public health. Okay, so that's good. Now, here, let's get now. Let's see what else you get. Okay. Uh, refugee social services. Refugee social services. For five years after arrival, refugees are eligible for the eligible services. Acculturation. Acculturation. That sounds boring. English language training. Employment training. Job placement for five years. Transportation. I don't even know what that means. Child care. For five fucking years. And citizenship classes. They get them. Refugees are also eligible for the follow-up beyond five years. Beyond five years, this is what they get. Translation and interpreter services. They get their own interpreter. Referral services. I don't know what that means. Citizenship and naturalization services. Now, look. I am not anti-immigrant. I love immigrants. We are a country of immigrants. I'm all for immigrants. I want more immigrants. Okay? But can you see as a black person, incidentally, black women are twice as likely to be evicted as anybody else in America... Or how about the woman who wrote me in a panic 
this week that said she had been evicted. She was living on the porch of the of the of the house she was evicted from. Uh, I told her to call two one one. She called two one one. Two one one called. Told her to call um, United Way. United Way said no problem. We'll put you on a list for shelter. Well, I hope that list is warm and comfy because that's where she's living right now, on a list, on a porch. So you tell me what those people think of these Afghanis, that the only reason they're showing up and the numbers they're showing up is because Hot Tub Joe, which is a really funny name, (laughs) fucked up. He fucked it up, and we got to flood our country with Afghanis. Now, look, I don't know if they're going to be terrorists. I don't know anything about that. I don't even give a shit about that. All I give a shit about is you cannot tell me that that doesn't hurt every other refugee and immigrant that has been patiently waiting in line. And why the fuck do they get all those services when my homeless friends Do not. They get a list. They get put on a list. Call me racist all you want, fuckheads. Has nothing to do about it. It has to do with outrage about getting pushed to the back of the bus like they always do. Black people always get pushed to the back of the bus. Poor white people always get pushed to the back of the bus. Addicted people always get pushed to the back of the bus because you know why? Because they're throwaway people. They're garbage people, and the government hates them. They hate them. They hate them. Do you understand? They like the new shiny refugees because a lot of them educated doctors, you know, highly qualified people. Fuck the black people. Fuck the addicts. They're losers. Fuck the black people that are killing everybody. They're losers. Fuck the black people who are drug addicts and drug dealers. They're losers. That is the message. That is the message. We will take somebody we've never met and who might be a terrorist. We give zero fucks. We'll bring them all. Fuck you. Get in the back of the bus. And that's, oh me, what is up? That's the message. And every black person and poor person that needs services and is not getting them and watches these Afghanis move to the front of the line understands. And so don't be at all surprised when Fox News, three or six months from now, you see a black person harassing a a Middle Eastern person because you know why? Because they're fucking pissed. They're fucking pissed. You should not be surprised, okay? You should not be surprised that, that, that the shootings are going up. You should not be surprised of any of it. Because it's the policies that are causing the reaction. Okay? It's a fast pass. It is a fast pass. They got the Mickey Mouse fast pass. And all the really fancy clothes, too. You see some of the clothes these Afghan refugees have? Let me go show you guys if you're watching on video. Let's see. 
Afghan refugees. Check this out. Let's just get some pictures of these people. Okay. All right. Uh, here we go. So I want a bigger picture. Right. Why can't I have bigger pictures? Uh, so, okay. Oh, these are guys who are just in regular garb, but here, look. Um, dang it. Uh, I want to find the, the couple. Okay, so, so look. So this guy over here, what does he got? A Hugo Boss t-shirt? Um, okay, here's these kids. Each day with a something. Look at all these brand new clothes these kids got. Look at those jeans. Look at that. Let's see, what else? There, there's another shirt. In, in English, by the way, I don't know if these people speak English, uh, plus America needs some fresh culture. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look. Um, okay, good. So here, we got some We got some people. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, let's, let's read what people said. Uh, look, okay, okay. Jane says, just throwing this out there with no opinion, but well, you can have opinions. You should. But we are having a difficult time finding water and Gatorade for our coolers. Oh, okay, by the way. Uh, Jane is doing a wonderful job down in Texas. Uh, we put out Hydrate Street people because it's going, it's all going to New Orleans. Also, new camping ban sleeping went into effect yesterday. Can't sleep on public property uh, if you uh, sleep uh, CT if you sleep on private. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, it continues. Um, we continue to put the vice grips down on uh poor americans okay so omi says my heart breaks for the refugees okay look yeah so do i want the refugees here in america yes i do yes i do i want these people here because it helps america the culturalism just the food alone I like all these people coming so I can try the new food. I like it. Okay? But look, somebody has to stand up for uh, uh, the poor people of America. Because I'm telling you, they're getting fucked as these people get a, a, a free pass. I'm just telling you. It's true. And you can't say, oh, well, it's a different program. No. There's houses and there's there's like, why can't? Well, okay, look. Okay, why if let's say this, let's say you're homeless for a year. How about you get the refugee package? How about you get childcare for six years? How about you get Medicaid? How about you get all that shit? How about you get uh, free money for eight months? Every year you're homeless, you get re-upped as an American refugee. That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know what their economic status... Right, they're probably sure it's a lot. Omi says, I'm curious to know their economic status before coming to America. I'm sure it's quite diverse. Uh, like, I'm assuming it's their middle class coming here. Their poor are being left on the streets over there. <laughs> yes. um, I would not be at all surprised. I would not be at all surprised that we are taking the... We're, we're poaching the uh, high-end people out of Afghanistan, putting them in America and leaving... Uh, poor people in Afghanistan, which will further decimate the Afghanistan culture. Uh, I was coming home from Columbus the other day and passed Schumacher Model Homes out by White Pond. Yeah, they got a new home coming out over there. Yeah, what did you think, Omi? Um, so, look, 
it has nothing to do with being anti-immigrant. Um, I do believe that we have to balance these things carefully, right? I do believe that uh, we can't just let people pour in over our borders. I think that's very dangerous in many, in economic ways, in in in, in cultural ways, in 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 uh, the cartel ways. We have to be very careful. Uh, I but but we are a society of immigrants. Um, oh yeah. So she's talking about these Schumacher model homes, and she says that's tragic to me, like those huge-ass houses empty just to show people they work. Yeah, so there's all these houses sitting on the side of the highway that are just model homes that nobody can use. There's empty buildings all over, though. It's all tragic. All the stuff going on in the world has my depression flaring up badly right now. Yeah. It does seem like it is a rough time. Um but what I can tell you is every time I think, every time there is turmoil, the balance of good, the force of good comes up. I really do believe it. Uh, there's a lot going on right now. Uh, you know, the fires, the, 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 the flooding in New York I was reading about. It's all, it's all rough. But I do believe in my heart of hearts that uh, just as good can't win, black, uh, um, uh, evil can't win either. Like it, it, it's not about that. It's a constant struggle. I don't understand why it's a constant struggle. Did you guys hear that? Um, um, yeah. So Omi says, yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. Do you believe there has to be a certain amount of suffering in the world? I do. Um, and did you guys hear that they're talking about how each of these strains of, of coronavirus has a two month pattern? And I guess it's not universal, but they're seeing this pattern. It's two months, two months, like it's a two-month wave. And they don't know why. They don't know why. And I'm not, I mean, it could just, like, there could there are forces in the world that we can't describe, can't explain. I believe that. Like, uh, like once you do something to relieve some of the suffering, new suffering has to be created to compensate. Yes, I do. I 100% believe in that because I've seen it. I, I believe that that uh, the pieces on the table, the pieces on the board do not come off of the table. They just get moved around and they change and morph, but they're 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 for I, I just believe it. I don't know, I can't prove it obviously, but it seems to me that um, suffering will never go away. And I the way I make sense of it is a spiritual journey that suffering is here to um, train us to grow. Uh, Omi says, oh, I just had a kid sent home from school for two weeks because someone in his class tested positive. There's one person on the planet that has it worse than anyone else. Ah, there's one person on this planet that has it worse than anyone else. Ooh, that's interesting. That fucks with my head often. Yeah, there's like a, like a winner of the worst shit that's happening in the world right now. That's probably true. That would suck. Um, yeah, so I feel like we cannot get rid of suffering. Um, you, you can move things and you can, you can enlighten people. Uh, and, and I do think when you work on something, it can get better, but then something else crops up. I just do. I just do. And I see it happening like with like nature, you know, like we're like, well, here comes this global warming thing. 
What are we going to do about it? And like we, you know, I think I really do believe we're contributing to it. Um, and the and and it's almost like so humans. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? How are you going? Are you going to do anything about the, the global warming? Have you seen it? It's happening. You can't deny it, can you? You can't deny that that shit's getting weird out there uh, ecologically. So are you going to do anything about it? No? All right, well, then maybe you don't deserve to be on the planet with uh, 7 billion people. Uh, no, I haven't seen the New York subways. Are they fucked up? I bet they are. I heard they were closed down yesterday. Um. All right, see there? I was going to talk about meth and the chapel, and I talked about neither. I talked about neither. I don't even know why I bother. I guess it helps to in case the conversation doesn't evolve naturally. Um, but I'm not saying that these Afghan uh, refugees shouldn't be coming into America or even into uh, uh, Akron. But what I am saying is, why does everybody else get pushed to the back of the bus? Why do we ignore uh, Akronites that currently live here? 40% of Akron children live below the poverty line. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sage. No, no. Uh, I, like the world events remind me of the end of the world movie where they ignore all the signs the world is ending and everyone suffers miserably. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm sorry, Dave. I like it. Uh, that I'm sorry, Dave. Sounds like it's from uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Sorry, Dave. Sorry, Dave. Um, uh, your kids are in the 40 percent. There you go. So, um, yeah. So there it is. Like, why is it that we let that shit linger? And everything, I mean, literally everything goes ahead of the line over the kids below the poverty line. Everything. Why? Why is it? Why does, um, uh, uh, <laughs> what's our awesome, uh, Jesus, King James. LeBron James, why does LeBron James have to solve the schooling problem for homeless kids? Why? He's building, have you seen what he's doing to that Tangiers? It looks amazing. He's got an apartment. The idea is you come to LeBron James school, I promise school, if you need it, you're in, you and your family get housing. Because have you ever tried to go to school homeless? Have you ever tried to go to school while you're sleeping on a couch? Because you know what? LeBron James had in fourth grade. He missed 100 days of school because he was homeless. And he knows what it feels like. Why do we have to have LeBron James fix that shit uh, when, like, everything else gets, like, Afghanistan got $2 trillion and LeBron James has to solve the housing crisis of Akronite homeless kids? Why? 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 They want more babies to feed their war machine. Yeah, yeah. LeBron is a savior. Thank God for LeBron James because, and look, I got to go. We just have to fight for the rights of people. 
Everyone that hates him is mad that he's helping people and they don't benefit from it, of course. All right, everybody, that's the end of the show. I, I thought that was fun to record it on uh, Facebook. Show comes out on uh, live on WMVU one, um, uh, uh, Saturdays at 1, and look for the Sage uh, Against the Machine podcast, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide.